Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show Super Movie Brothers special bonus episode. This is going to be a trailer park exclusively for Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker, the final trailer. So uh, our, Swing. <laughs> our trailer park breakdown, it's going to be a little bit too long to fit into a main episode. It was a little bit too long to shoehorn in with my episode with duty. And I got an episode with my wife coming out that it, it would just make the episode over two hours. We oh, yeah. in. So this is going to be bonus content. And uh, joining us, he's returned from his from his uh, little sabbatical, is Super Movie Brother Jay. How you been, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. So happy to be back. We're going to catch up with you and everything that you've been up to when we do another full episode with you. For this episode, I'd like to get right into it. So let's get into our trailer park. Cut the beat and let the music play. No trailer park. Shout out to Dave and Jay. I don't serve, but there's a new wave. We've been on since trust God saved the right stop. I don't want to flow until I know that the bass drop. All right, so the rise of Skywalker final trailer. Just before we get into like you know scene by scene, deep dives and stuff like that into what we think is going on. One of the few things I noticed was the callbacks that it's doing to the original trilogy. Like, did you notice that at the beginning of the trailer they are showing callbacks to The Force Awakens mm-hmm. with Rey jumping like a giant chasm on that on that jungle planet, right? And then quick cuts to the current film, right? Yeah. Right. No, well. I I mean, no, she's jumping a chasm on the jungle planet, which is reminiscent of her on the other side of the chasm in The Force Awakens with Kylo right. on the other right. side of it. Right, right, right. And then uh, when when it cuts to her, as she jumps over to chasm, she's inside the wreckage of the Death Star 2, which we've seen. We've seen footage before. And that is very reminiscent of her going through the, the AT-AT and the crashed. Uh, that's right. I say AT-AT. I don't say AT-AT because you don't call it an at it's an ATST, so I call them ATAT. So, uh, you know, inside the ATAT and inside <laughs> inside the Star Destroyer and stuff that were crashed on Jakku. So they're they're kind of bringing. Seems like they're bringing her story around mm-hmm. full circle. And then we also get some some kind of like callbacks to Return of the Jedi, where Return of the Jedi started on a desert planet, ends on a jungle planet. Here we're getting the same type of thing. We're getting jungle planet. We're getting a desert planet. But we're also in this movie it's Pasana. we're not sure what that jungle 
single planet is we're seeing. Possibly Yavin 4? Maybe? Maybe Endor? Maybe yeah. all these planets that they're going to, Pasana, the desert planet, you know, the jungle planet that, mm-hmm. that, that we see them on, maybe that's all different places where wreckage of the Death Star ended up, and they're having to go there to collect whatever they need. That's speculation and and hearsay and all that stuff but uh it just i just noticed that like all of the planets that we're seeing it's all the typographies that we've seen throughout there's a nice planet that's there a jungle planet a desert planet they sprinkle in a lot yeah yeah they're sprinkling a lot but when i was watching this it it seemed like they were really trying to encompass the feeling of of the whole trilogy and even john williams score i was i was just gonna say that the score feels perfectly matches very like it's 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 very hopeful it's it's it but it's it it is like beyond the crescendo like it's going up even higher and it's it's just highly like it seems like they're holding those notes longer and it's it's very final and it is final because john williams will not do another star wars score after this he's done it's over yeah yeah he, I mean, long live the king. <laughs> I, I guess so, yeah. I don't know how many Academy Awards that guy has under his belt, but it's, uh, but it's, it's, plenty, but it's many. So but that's just the overall feeling and some of the some of the things that I was picking up from the trailer. Uh, I'm also digging the fact that the trailer is showing images of Poe, Finn, and Rey, and they're all together, mm-hmm. something we haven't gotten throughout the entire series. And another thing is there is a space battle, Jay. And we have not gotten a proper space battle in this trilogy. If you think about it, like the the, the whole not a proper one. the whole bomber run. It's been a long time. Right, the whole bomber run on the uh, on on the dreadnought ship in the beginning of the Last Jedi. It wasn't really much of a space battle. Mm. And then on crate, the you know when with with those with those weird like skiffs that they were using those the, those weird like you know I guess sand skates. <laughs> the fuck they were flying yeah i mean not not so much in this trilogy yeah, there hasn't been a proper space battle rogue but, one perhaps right but that's get, not part of the trilogy that's not part of the trilogy it's not part of the trilogy but um we'll yeah, get it so some- it's it, when you really think about it it's been a very long time by god we're due for a great one exactly and the the, the assemble like like the ensemble of ships that we this get. is called star wars Dave, right right <laughs> exactly and i haven't gotten a star I know. So I'm, I'm hoping jj comes back with at least one good one i think like, i think he's really to, you know, given the images of the ships that we got and the longest runtime of any Star Wars film at two hours and thirty five minutes, right? And and before we start breaking it down, Kevin Smith was on IGN and he was talking. He was he was promoting Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which me and Lauren will have a review for in our next episode. But when he was there, he actually did a set visit to the Rise of the Skywalker, and he met with with JJ and everyone in the cast and crew was like, "Dude, you got to see." the set like there's a there, there, the set that's built over there and it was it was hidden it was cloaked like no one was allowed over there and he was talking with jj and he's like can i you know can i see it can i look behind the curtain and jj's like you don't want to <laughs> and he's like he's like well what is it what's over there he goes it's the final shot of the movie oh and if you see it it's going to ruin it you need to see this shot in the theater with other people around you because I don't oh my want this. God, ex- what could it be? Exactly. He's like, I don't want this experience ruined for you. And then like another crew member leaned in. And it's like, dude, I saw it. Wish I didn't. <laughs> Holy so, shit. So yeah. So uh, whatever, whatever's going to be the end of this movie is going to be fucking huge. So yeah, it, I mean, it has me excited. I'm glad like, you know, he didn't see it. I'm glad like and there's no honest, spoilers I, about it out there. You know, or, mean, and I'm staying away from spoilers. So, and, and it's nice to know that, you know, JJ's not, 
going safe perhaps you know he, he's going to be really going out with i think bang. it's 100 percent going to be a very safe ending i think it's going to be a very safe ending yeah. so all right jay let's start breaking this trailer down what uh what are you doing there 3po taking one last look sir at my friends This is the first trailer of this of this film. Like we've gotten a teaser and we've gotten a full trailer and now this one that has gotten me excited. It's hit me in the feels. Uh, and we'll go through those scenes that kind of hit me in the feels a little bit. So at first, you know, we start off with Ray. What looks like, you know, she's training there in the jungle. We see those remote droids that are kind of like they're kind of like firing at her. She's running through, she jumps over that chasm. I believe this is probably gonna be pretty early on in the movie. Uh, I get the feeling like since we left her at the last Jedi, I think she's kind of gone off with those with those Jedi books that she that she had stowed away in mm-hmm. the Millennium Falcon. And I think she's gone off and she's training for what's coming. This may also be where we get that Force vision of her with that double bladed lightsaber where she's cosplaying as Darth Maul. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I I, th- I think that like that's all going to be in the very beginning of the film because she's been she's been training. We also get the voiceover here of Finn talking about the Force and how it's the Force who brought them together yeah I, I to be honest go back on that i don't know if she's gonna be training i think i think you know this trailer threw me off i gotta say right off the bat this 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 was not as much of a hook of a trailer as far as the the second trailer was when it ended with that clifford right. you know with her looking all dark and possibly that's her vision i 100% still believe that that's her vision in the cave just like luke went into the cave okay you know and and we all know that disney loves to throw right. some curveballs i mean with one these of trailers. the one of the big lines is is luke skywalker telling her that you know a jedi faces fear right but i don't think she's a full jedi right well i i don't think i don't think she, I, that's debatable because there's technically no one above her to say whether she is or isn't a Jedi, right? So Perhaps. at this point, she gets to she gets to make the Jedi in her own image and likeness now. But hence Rise of the Skywalker, right. they could be making her own thing. Who right. knows? I think that's kind of where they're going for. But I 100 percent think that that training on it, that that she is training on that jungle planet. Some people are are saying that it might be Yavin Four because we know that there's a Jedi temple that's there, and possibly these training remotes that are chasing her aren't training. She may have set off a trap. Possibly, mm-hmm. I think she's training, and this is where she's going to go into a cave because Luke Skywalker says, "You know, we fa- a Jedi is faces fear, like that's what a Jedi does." Yeah, and Anakin Skywalker only fell to the dark side. His fear of of loss is what caused him to go to the dark side. Luke feared the dark side so much so that his vision in the cave was him 
inside the Darth Vader helmet. He was afraid to become him, a fallen student of the Jedi. Right. And I think Rey very much feels the same. She's very fearful that she can be seduced by the dark side, seduced by Ben and turn. And that is going to be her vision in the cave. Then we get her, you know, jumping in, in and around the interior of the Death Star 2. Like we said, much like, much like she was jumping around the interior of, of wrecked Imperial. Force Awakens. Right. Then we get a voiceover of Poe Dameron, you know, talking about people will help. People will come. They just need the resistance to lead them. And it, during when he's saying that, during that shot, we get a we get a look at a massive group of people that are assembling around what looks like, you know, Poe Dameron and a Mon Calamari. Now that Mon Calamari cannot be Admiral Akbar because he unceremoniously was killed off in The Last Jedi when the cockpit of the Radish was bombed by the TIE Fighters. It's a trap! So uh, some people are speculating that it's actually his nephew who has appeared in the comic books that is there assembling them along with Poe Dameron. Uh, we then get a quick shot of Rose Tico. Not a whole lot of her here. Nope. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's them responding to to fans. I wish they wouldn't because I wasn't I wasn't behind the way fans like you know really dug uh, into yeah. her. How, how can you be? I you know it was terrible. I, I'm not saying like I want I want more focus on her, but I hope that no, they don't I, regulate I, her character to the they back. They just, just had a, I think of, let us know that she's still in and she's still yeah. a part of the story and she. Is. I mean, obviously, I mean, she's she's never going to be a main player. She's a supporting role character. That's all. Absolutely. And we also get Lieutenant Connix, uh, who's played by Billy Lord, who is Carrie Fisher's daughter. And standing next to her is Dominic Monaghan in a yet unreleased name uh, and, and role. Uh, but we did get casting that he was going to be in this. Uh, we also go back to that to that jungle planet and we see the Tantive Four taking off jay that 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 corvette uh that corellian corvette that's taking off same paint scheme that we saw in the last trailer but this time it's actually taking off in atmosphere which is something we don't see these big like cargo ships these big transporter ships or even the star destroyers we don't really see them in atmosphere too much but we're actually getting a lot of ships flying around in atmosphere here mm -hmm. we all get the vo and then we get the voiceover of ray she's standing on top of the second death star with those waves crashing around her and she's talking about how everyone thinks they know her. Everyone says they know her. And then we get the voiceover of Kylo. You know, she says, but no one really knows me. And then we get the voiceover of Kylo like, but I do, you know, right. and he and he shows up and he's soaking wet and he's he's just got that. I can't wait to got really that big bare barrel chest. Yeah. Sticking out. <laughs> I just can't wait to really dive into knowing exactly what their relationship is all about. Whatever the hell it might be, I just need answers. There's just too many question marks yeah. looming over everybody's heads about them. I mean, if you think about where we last left Kylo, he was just this ball of rage, right? Like he was just he was nothing but anger and rage. I mean, if you remember when when Luke Skywalker was standing there and you know it, he failed and everything like that, here I'm we're seeing a, a definitely a more like reserved Kylo. I don't know what has happened to him in the interim. There has been apparently some side stories where he has gone into caves to meditate and stuff like that. And every time he meditates, he's still being pulled towards the light. And I think everything they're setting up in in the uh, ancillary material, in the expanded universe stuff that is all within canon, I think they're, they're very much still setting us up for Kylo to make the ultimate turn back to the light side. Uh, I don't know how they'll have him atone for some of his atrocities there but <laughs> he certainly needs to for sure yeah 
And then we get a shot of the Emperor's throne. Now, this is not a throne that we have seen before, but it is a throne that was in the Ralph Macquarie art. For it's a good looking throne. Right, for Return of the Jedi. <laughs> it's you know, to me, like looking at it, I was like, man, that is very like very like like Ridley Scott Prometheus like type mm-hmm. like, like something you would see in like that temple mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Now, when we saw it in the Ralph Macquarie art, it was kind of surrounded by lava and stuff like that. Here it, it looks like it's encased in ice. And we saw that they were flying to like that glacier at one point in the right. there's a yep. settlement on yep. it and stuff like that very possible that this might be on that glacier or possibly deep inside of some temple uh yeah obviously on some planet um but notice the throne is empty here so they go into the throne room later on in the trailer we'll see her standing in front of this very same throne and there definitely is a hooded figure in it. We also then see a Star Destroyer, an old school Star Destroyer from, from back in the original trilogy, taking off out of the ice, Jay. It makes me think like his throne maybe looks like it's in some sort of like ice cavern. The Star Destroyers may be b- beneath the ice. Is there some sort of like Emperor battle meditation on? Were all of these things locked and frozen in ice? And now because of his return, they are being powered up and unleashed and sent. Maybe they're not manned by anybody. Maybe they are all controlled by Palpatine through the Force, or possibly through some sort of computer program, some sort of endgame scenario that he had for himself, should he fall in the comics and in the in the in the in the expanded universe material, there is Operation Cinder, where if the Empire failed to protect him, if he were to fall, then an an empire that fails to protect its emperor is no true empire. And Operation Cinder was meant to destroy the Empire. And there he sent off a group of Star Destroyers into the unknown regions that never returned. So it's very possible that these are those very Star Destroyers return now for him to exact his revenge mm. and take control of the galaxy once again. Do you think the story is going to be like a lot going on throughout the whole movie? Or do you think it's going to be rather simplistic to some degree? I think, honestly, it's some of this stuff- Like, are they going to go like- full Pirates of the Caribbean where there's no. like a zillion different things going on and no, characters no. and twists think, and like plot point twists and all that. People people like us, like 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 people, I was harping back to that fucking franchise. People people who who have who dive into all the other material are picking up these little things when they're watching these trailers. But like yeah. in the movie, it's not like you're gonna spend a lot of time like exposition dumping and stuff. Like they may mention there is plenty these, of time to, exactly. to flesh everything out in an appropriate way. Exactly. Uh, and then we get an image of what looks like a planet being destroyed. There is some sort of explosion with a star destroyer right next to it. I'm wondering if this is is the result of we saw that big red beam that came down and hit the ice world in the last trailer that we got. I wonder if this is the result. I hope that it's not because I'm kind of tired of planet killers, world killers, all the, you know, the, the, the Death Star, Star Killer base, like all this, all this super weapon stuff. I'm, I'm sick of it. I, well, you're going to get it. I know. I don't want it. Though. You I'm have sick to. Of, I'm sick of it. Like, I, well. That's why it's the last movie. Because <laughs> even super fanboys like yourself are, are even I want, sick of yeah, it. Yeah, I want some. I want something new. I would like. And this. you are. You're gonna get it all with Disney Plus. But, but <laughs> isn't like a hundred Star Destroyers just kind of like? I, look, I'm, I'm. Isn't that enough? Like, isn't that enough firepower? I, I, you don't have to 
explain yourself to me. I get it. So next we get this ragtag group of ships that are all coming together and they're all clearly resistant ships. And I think this is like the assembly of their battle. Like this is them all coming together. We got some shots of this in the last trailer, but it was mostly in the cockpit, not, not from the outside. And, we get to see like so many ships that if you are a big Star Wars fan, you're calling out some of these ships. Like mm-hmm. directly to the left of the Millennium Falcon is the Ghost, which is the main ship that is in Star Wars Rebels that was piloted by Hera Sandula. And by this time in 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 the story, maybe Hera Sandula is not alive, but she did have a son, Jason Sandula, who is is the son of a fallen Jedi, Kanan Jarrus. And it's very possible that that he is piloting that we also see a u-wing back in the back something we never saw in the original trilogy but we know was around during the original trilogy time so we're seeing a u-wing there so they're bringing those back from rogue one at one point we see a y-wing bomber kind of like doing a a barrel roll and firing off two torpedoes into another ship uh man y-wings have been around for like ever they've been around since before the clone wars there's those are just the ships that keep on going but one of the things that i'm finding interesting here is like none of these ships none of them look very well put together none of them are you know it is very much the ragtag group that that is coming together to fight the first order that Mm -hmm. that that the way they made a call out to the galaxy at the end of the last jedi this is what they could muster this is is what came to their aid and they're going to make the best of it and they're going to go in clearly outnumbered and obviously this is the last one the good guys are going to be coming out on top another thing just to take away from this jay um you might remember that the millennium falcon lost its its circular satellite dish in return of the jedi right uh, it got a square one that was that was very visible in the Force Awakens, and then in the Last Jedi, they are flying through through that the the red sand of that of that uh, or the red crystals right, right, of that right, salt planet, right. and they lose the 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 rectangular dish. Now they have another circular dish on it. So confirmed. <laughs> That is the third satellite array <laughs> that the Millennium Falcon has had on it. C-3PO, man. The next scene we get is C-3PO. There is a new character. His name is Babu Frick. He is digging around in C-3PO's head. This is clearly the very same very same setting, very same scene that we got in the last trailer where we saw, you know, C-3PO on 420 uh, <laughs> at 420 with his with his bloodshot eyes and everything. He says that uh, he looks at everyone and he says that he's he wants one last time to look at his friends. And I, I find this extremely interesting for for one reason. C-3PO has pretty much had one role throughout <laughs> the entire Star Wars saga. He's a coward. We're doomed, right? Like sure. he always wants to give up and stuff like that. But now he's the one giving himself up for the cause. He's the one that is now I'm not sure what they're doing. I'm sure it has something to do with the fact that he has memories spanning all the way back throughout the entire series. And whatever he has in his memories, they're gonna have to access. Possibly to access them, they may have to revert his memory back to before 
A New Hope. His last sacrifice right. mission. Meaning he would know yeah. none. He wouldn't know any of these people anymore. And it, it, essentially, maybe three PO won't be dead, but he won't be the three PO that he is now. He right. will be three PO from thirty, forty years ago. Well, essentially dead. <laughs> essentially dead. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're 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 there. So also in this scene, we see Carrie Russell's character Zori Bliss. Uh, there are some people who are speculating this may be her lair. She is a neutral character. She works for 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 the for the mining guild, the Spy. Minds, so she's kind of like a bounty hunter. She's kind of like an underworld scum and villainy type character, but she has ties to Poe Dameron. Uh, we see her here in this scene, and also in the background, Jay, we see a battle droid that doesn't compute from way back in the day, back way back, way back, way back from the Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we get a a shot of Janna who is the one that everyone is speculating is going to be Lando's daughter. I'm still not 100% sold on that, but we see her riding a bunch of like space horses in, in, in into battle. <laughs> and if you notice the setting, Jay, what they're riding these space horses on is a Star Destroyer. So this that, that means that this has to be like an in-atmosphere battle for them to be riding space horses on top of a Star Destroyer. I don't know whether that makes sense, mm. you know? How do we win a space battle? Oh, well, we use horses. I, I'm not sure if they ever read the story of the Charge of the Light Brigade, but <laughs> it didn't end well for the Light Brigade. <laughs> but that's very much what it seems like is going on here, where it's like, is that the best? It's the best view. I mean, I get it. You guys are are, are you guys are going to have to get creative because all you got is a bunch of ships that have been floating around the galaxy for the past hundred odd some years. The garbage will do. <laughs> And the best you could do is like, wh- all right, what else we got? We got him with something else. Space- all I can think about is that Space stupid horses. song, that like weird, <laughs> like war. Hmm. What Dude, is it? What good? is it good for? It's not Absolutely a nothing. It's <laughs> all I'm thinking about right now. I don't know why. Then it's we like, get oh, a shot of, of Kylo Ren <laughs> standing off with Ray inside the wreckage of the Death Star Two, and he has his helmet off. So what I'm starting to think is all these moments where we're seeing Kylo. I need Ren, more helmet. I need more helmet. So that's man. what I think. I'm that's thinking that's a sick helmet too, and he's never wearing it. All these moments where we're seeing him with his helmet off is before he's reforged it, which makes me think that that's all early on in the movie then something will happen that'll cause him to reforge it which is why later on with his oh with a scar that matches his face but no he does put it together the, the, you could see the, oh, okay I don't kenner know. has already <laughs> released the uh hasbro's already released the toys and stuff like that pictures of it where it has like these red veins going through it where he still sounds sick where, okay. where, where nice, he kind of like nice, nice. welded it back together I'll but we then it. we then from them standing in the throne room staring at each other from opposite sides of it we then get a shot of them inside this like white room uh that looks like it might be the interior of like the tantive four or or some sort of ship or it may be inside of a first order ship or base and we see them kind of it almost looks like they're working together where they're each chopping something down this black thing and i think if you freeze frame it whatever the head of this statue was it looks like they were destroying darth vader's helmet yeah and possibly like the, the way it shatters that though is, he was is, keeping it is in. a little odd though it looks like it like 
a lot of Darth Vader's castle was built of obsidian. So it's very possible that the pedestal that he was keeping that helmet in was made of obsidian. Okay. Uh, and, and he places the, the helmet in that. And here I think it might be them destroying it together. Okay. And he's now wearing the helmet, which then makes me think maybe later on in the movie. Uh, but clearly we get a voiceover of the emperor saying that they're coming together. You know, he's talking and, and I believe he's referring to, to Ray and Kylo that they're coming together to face him i agree with that and then one of the final shots that we get is ray standing in front of that throne inside that cavern or inside that 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 cave and there's the emperor's throne and we see a hooded figure very clearly sitting in it addressing her and we haven't seen the emperor yet we've heard him we know he's out there but we don't know whether he is truly alive or whether he is just dulling orders from the past or whether he is a force ghost or whether maybe he trapped his because sith cannot turn into force ghosts the way a jedi can they can trap their forced essence inside of a object usually like a holocron or into another type of object possibly this throne Mm -hmm. and that is where he remains and they have to get to there to stop him or it's very possible that he took a new body and the person in that cloak is a yet unnamed person possibly matt smith there's rumors that matt smith is in this movie and he would be rife to be the person i've been hearing his name pop up a lot he'd be rife to be the person who who is the the new vessel for palpatine or it's very possible that i would love it if instead of palpatine coming back this is just one dude fucking with everybody (laughs) (laughs) it was just like i got you no i don't even have any force powers i just like yeah just fucking around and like you guys all fell for it oh shit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no so uh that that's the that's one of the final shots and then the true final shot that we get is luke skywalker's voiceover telling ray or possibly telling kylo the force will be with you and then we hear carrie's fisher end it with always and we get that big swell and the whole thing ends. And I think, you know, things I'm taking away from this trailer are as far as new information goes as to the story, not a whole lot. By design, right. of course, they wanted to give us one big final bang because obviously this is it for the episodes. And I think they didn't want to do any kind of half-assed trailer. They wanted to give us a grand epic scope right. and shots and ideas and I, play along with us, but I they think, didn't want to fucking spoil anything, of course. Well, I think this which is was great. The, this is the fan trailer. This is the one yeah. where where you're picking out the most stuff. You are getting a little bit of possibly the the tone of the story and but you're not getting you're not getting the story you're understanding yeah, you're the, getting some carrie fisher and you're getting some right, mark you're, hamill you're you know, understanding but, the flow of 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 this story but you're not understanding the scope or any any no. any story points really at all other than emperor comes back there's going to be some battles and that's everything that and you i don't Star think we going to be i don't think we saw too much stuff no. in the in the final third no, but I think um, that this I think that this, you know, I've been against Kylo Ren turning back to the good the entire time because I felt like his character arc in The Last Jedi was basically that he, he there is no coming back. He had his moment of redemption. Rey had him. She attempted to bring him back. He seemed like he was going there and then he balked on it and then he doubled down on evil 
and, and went whole ham into it. You don't feel any evil in right. any trailer so far other than when he's facing Ray but in water. Someone reminded me when I was talking about that, and they're like, but isn't that the exact same thing that Darth Vader did in The Empire Strikes Back? When he was facing his son, chopped his son's hand off, and was like, join me, and together we can rule the of galaxy course. as father and son. Like, you know, he's he's addressing Luke Skywalker, and he's doing exactly what Kylo was trying to do to Rey, where he's like, come with me. Is Rey his sister? We can rule it. We don't know that. <laughs> I'm just throwing shit out I now. Also still kinda, I, I also still kind of hope that Rey is nobody. I hope that 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 her her path is not leading us to some great revelation that she's always been this person. You know, she's always been the daughter of so and so. See, I actually think that that's not going to be the case. Like, I think maybe she's nobody, maybe not. But I think the fact is they're going to create their own. I think she is going to be the leader of something different, something new, something so. original, something yeah. in between, not just light and dark, yeah. neutral. I hope so. Something in that neutral zone. But this trailer definitely made me feel like, okay, and and talking with that other Star Wars fan where I was like, you know what? I didn't. I don't know why I didn't think of it that way because Empire Strikes Back is one of my favorite movies. Maybe it does make sense for Kylo to turn back to the light side at the end of this, and maybe fixing that helmet and cu- and, and hiding his face is a way of he comes back to the dark. He Adam Driver, the, the actor, can pull it off. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he's he then wears the helmet to hide his face because he's ashamed of himself for everything sure. he's done. Sure. So he's going to wear the helmet, it, it, you know. And, and and take it back. I'm taking it back. You watch. Hey, what can I get for you, little porch monkey? That's cool. I'm taking it back. He's taking it back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one thing we don't see, and we haven't gotten a lot, even though we know that they're in this movie, is the Knights of Ren. They've been teased mm. since The Force Awakens. We know that Kylo is the leader of the Knights of Ren. We got pictures of them in a bunch of art books, uh, and they are confirmed that the Knights of Ren will be in this movie. I and wonder we, if it's at the end. It might. We got a brief shot of them in the last trailer. We got a brief shot of them. I, I honestly think, because I know that J.J. Abrams likes to... I know at times he kind of trolls people, it seems like. I think the Knights of Ren have been set up as this thing. They're going to show up, and they're going to get dispatched and destroyed just as quickly as they show up. Because <laughs> what better way to pay homage to Boba Fett I, than, uh... than having them show up, and you're like, oh my god, these dudes are supposed to be badass, and Kylo just cuts them all down like that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want anything to be like, like that. Like, I, I, I don't want complete domination. Sometimes, perhaps. But doesn't that show the true power of Kylo? If these people that, that, that he was and trained with, if he's able to take but them out that it's hard for me quickly. to fathom how much power he has. Eh, like, truly. It's the same as, like, you know. The, the Return of the Jedi, where everyone spent the entire time of Empire Strikes Back looking at Boba Fett and going, "That dude is badass." And then, <laughs> and, then and then we get we get the fight with them on the skiff, and yeah. how's he get killed? Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? <laughs> and he falls into the Sarlacc pit and is dead. <laughs> I think the Knights of Ren are going to be destroyed extremely quickly by Kylo Ren. And then one final thing before we get out of here, Jay, they show that lightsaber battle between Kylo Ren and Rey on the outside of, of the Death Star 2 wreckage. And they're clashing lightsabers. But did you notice how slowly they're doing it? It's It looked a lot like the same type of lightsaber battle that we got in A New Hope between Alec Guinness and 
and and David Prowse, you know, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi, this very slow, almost boring type lightsaber fight. But I like it because it, it makes it more cohesive. It kind of ties the world together to have like these different type of lightsaber battles where like this one's very it's very slow. There's no need for there's no need for all the theatrics. There's no need for for backflips. There's no need for Yoda to come in and do 115 backflips while he's fighting a geriatric old man. No, I I, I agree. I mean, it's 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 I'm excited. Yeah, um I mean, it looks really cool. So, did you buy your tickets yet? I did not. They're sold out. <laughs> just thought, I know. I just thought you should know that. Uh, yeah, but I don't care. Like, so, I'm not worried about that. Like, I'm not one of those people that need to do the pre-sale. So, I never actually did a pre-sale buy. <laughs> so <laughs> ever. So I, I just buy it when it comes out. I I, I don't know. I'm so not worried about it. Fandango and Adam Tickets are reporting that this it beat Endgame. Yeah, it, it beat Endgame in pre-sales, hundred uh, percent, and they are sold out. Uh, at least our local theater, you know, it, it, our our local AMC is sold out for every major showing in the big theaters. You can still get them for the the real crappy theaters that don't have assigned seats and don't have reclining seats. But the big theaters, theater one, two, and twenty three and twenty four, they're a hundred percent sold out mm-hmm. for every showing throughout the entire weekend. Oh, oh, yeah. So oh my God, if you're going to see this opening weekend, Jay, you're either going to a different theater to see it. Holy shit. Or, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Or you're going to be seeing it in one of the tiny seats in one of the tiny theaters off to the side that smell like farts that have just been punched into those seats forever because they've been there since they opened that thing like 20 years ago, 25 years ago. So <laughs> you, uh, you, all right, I got to get on that. You got to get on that, unfortunately, because otherwise you're not going to be seeing this until after I've already done a review for it. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. I mean, they sold out it, me and Lauren logged in on, on Thursday, on uh, on Monday afternoon, when I they know went on a lot sale. of sites were being crashed, and, and it was yeah. and and we yeah. we waited in queue and we we got our tickets, but we had to get them. We didn't get the Dolby Theater. We did. We we, we had to go. We had to settle for the IMAX Theater because we couldn't get the Dolby Theater. So, but I wasn't seeing this shit in 3D. That was the other one that was available. Oh. I was like, I was like, I oh, they do really? It's still a thing. God damn, it. still a thing. Still out there. F- Super Movie Bros endorses fuck 3D. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't we don't fuck with that 3D. We do not endorse 3D. We don't fuck with that 3D. So, uh that's going to do it for our Trailer Park breakdown of The Rise of Skywalker final trailer. Reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know what you think of the trailer. Any anything that we didn't mention that you picked up on, any little tidbits about the story that you would like to discuss, you can reach out to us on Twitter at @supermoviepod. You can reach out to Jay over on Facebook, Super Movie Bros podcast over there Mm -hmm. and super movie bros on instagram we also have a patreon so if you're enjoying this content you want to enjoy more super movie bros content head over to patreon.com slash super movie bros podcast and for just one dollar a month you can get all the additional content that we put up there so thank you everybody for listening have a great night cheers cheers cheers